As of yesterday, this year is halfway over, and tomorrow is the 4th of July. Today, by the way, is Friday, July 3rd, and if you are Canadian, shout out to Isabel from Oh Sweet Mama Life, it's Canada Day. Basically, what I'm saying here is that everyone should find a reason to celebrate this weekend. But, you know, from a safe distance. Hi and hello! You found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. You can think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I am so glad you're here. How do you feel about hot dogs? Otherwise known as Franks or Frankfurters or Wieners or Weenies or my personal favorite, Tube Steaks. (laughs) I'm asking because here's a fun fact. Americans consume about 150 million hot dogs while celebrating Independence Day. According to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, love that there's a council for that. That amount of hot dogs can stretch from Washington, D.C. to Los Angeles more than five times. That's what's going down this weekend. Y'all, that is a lot of tube steaks. When Chris and I got married, he was shook to find out that growing up, we boiled hot dogs to cook them. I mean, when we weren't zapping them. My grandma had a contraption called the hot dogger that would, <laughs> that would electrocute hot dogs to rapid cook them. I've linked the infomercial in the show notes for that so you can see what I'm talking about. So when my family didn't borrow grandma's hot dogger, we just put hot dogs in some water on the stove and we boiled them. Chris could not comprehend this. His childhood hot dogs were grilled or fried on a griddle in inclement weather. It was a silly discovery at the time because when we had this conversation, we were vegetarians. So the only hot dogs we were eating were soy. And we were certainly in the right city for that. For you see, we lived in Austin, Texas, the weirdest, most wonderful city in the United States. In Austin, there was and still is a vegan hot dog festival. Well, because of course there was. We rolled into the first annual vegan hot dog festival and we almost noped it right out of there when the vegan hot dog truck was selling veggie dogs for $6 a pop. I wanted to, Chris wanted to, and for that price, we could have gone to a cheap restaurant and had something better than a vegan hot dog. But then, then the festival organizer announced that it was time to sign up for the hot dog eating contest and that it cost nothing to enter. This was a no-brainer. Chris and I signed up immediately for the pairs contest. I was like, hey man, we can just sit up on the stage and enjoy our two or three hot dogs and be done. Chris agreed, and that was the plan, until it wasn't. About 15 minutes until go time, Chris said, you know, I feel like if we're going to enter this contest, we should try to win. I agreed, so we hastily looked up hot dog eating contest techniques and quickly learned the Kobayashi method. Takiru Kobayashi is a Japanese competitive eater, often described as the godfather of competitive eating. He is a six-time champion of Nathan's hot dog eating contest and is widely credited with popularizing the sport of competitive eating. During contests, he eats hot dogs by splitting the hot dog in half, dipping them with their buns in water, and then stuffing both parts in his mouth. 
He calls this the Solomon Method. After reading a quick rundown of that, we were ready. We each got two cups of water, one to keep at each fist, and we knew it would be the buns that would slow us down. We needed to squish the buns before dipping them in the water and then stuffing them into our mouths. So picture it. Break and squeeze, dip and stuff. (laughs) The timer started and we had 10 minutes to eat as many as bun-clad vegan hot dogs as possible. When the timer went off, Chris had eaten 11 and I had eaten 11 and a half. In fact, I finished that last half of the 11th hot dog after the timer went off so it wouldn't go to waste. We were beaten by just one half a hot dog. Had we known that what was in your mouth when the timer went off counted, I think we would have each tried to shove an extra hot dog in. And that, my friends, is how Chris and I got second place in a hot dog eating contest that we entered on a whim. Legend has it that the first hot dog eating contest was held in 1916 to settle a casual bet over who was the most patriotic, no less. But the first recorded contest was in 1972. In that event, the winner ate 14 hot dogs in 12 minutes. It's pretty respectable. Every year on the 4th of July is the famous Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. The defending men's champion is Joey Chestnut, who ate 71 hot dogs in 10 minutes in the 2019 contest. Yes, that is with a bun. Joey Chestnut has an Instagram account, and he holds various competitive eating records. For funsies, last month he got 32 Big Macs from Uber Eats and demolished them all in 38 minutes. Middle bun and all. I'd say I'm impressed, but frankly, I'm a little frightened. I mean, that's 15.36 pounds of food and 18,116 calories. Can you imagine typing that into MyFitnessPal? I just did, and it said that if I ate that every day, that in five weeks I'd weigh 325.4 pounds. So what I'm saying here is that you can treat the 4th of July like an eating contest, but you need to slow your roll and not do that daily. And maybe slow down and enjoy your food. Have a hot dog this weekend without dipping it in water and think of me. So this is the part of the podcast where I admit that this vegan hot dog eating contest is not the only time I have won an eating contest. I won a donut eating contest while I was nursing a baby. I did one of those steak and baked potato things in Nashville and completed it. And very, very casually, I won a pizza eating contest at church camp one year. I once ordered $32 worth of Taco Bell for myself. And one time... (laughs) One time I was meeting with an editor about a writing job and we met at a frozen yogurt place. You know, you know the kind where you put the toppings on yourself and then you're charged by how much it weighs? Well, I had packed mine. This is the very first time I'd ever been to a place like that. I had packed mine full of brownies and cookie dough on the very bottom and I just positively stuffed my cup with frozen yogurt and iced animal crackers. I did not expect the man I was meeting for the interview to insist on paying for mine as I got up to the counter. They weighed it, and it was $11. And the sales girl was like, I have never seen one ring up so high. And I was I was just mortified because this guy that I did not know very well, but who I wanted to work for, he had put himself on the hook for paying for it. He was like, what did you put in there? All that to say is this. I have a reputation. 
I can eat. Or at least, I could eat. About a year ago, my kids begged to go to this all-you-can-eat sushi place down the road from us. You guys, it's not that great, but my kids love sushi and it's clean. And I think Jude had just done really well at his state swim meet. So we gave in and said, okay, let's go to the sushi buffet. I used to be able to clear six plates, no sweat when I'd eat at a buffet. And this time I was two plates in and I just, I tapped out. I just cannot eat like I used to. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still have terrible taste in food. My favorite restaurant is QT, the gas station. I mean, I love me some roller food and a fountain diet Dr. Pepper with pearl ice and a bag of dill pickle lays. But gone are the days when I can enter a food eating contest on a whim and win. Gone are the days that I can enjoy myself at a buffet. I mean, who am I? I went to a China buffet for my dinner out before senior prom. I used to go to China buffet with my brother at lunch and we would stay until dinner when they'd put the crab legs out. I was thinking about all the things that I can't do anymore now that I'm an actual adult. And eating like I have a hollow leg is one of those things. We'll talk more about this after a quick break for our sponsor spotlight. I've been using PrepDish for three years now, and now that I'm back to a gluten-free, high-protein way of eating, I am so thankful that I'm not spending hours culling recipes and shopping lists from all over the internet trying to make a kid-friendly keto meal for my whole family. PrepDish is my kitchen VIP. PrepDish is a healthy meal planning service that offers a variety of options, including dairy-free, paleo, gluten-free, and keto menus, which is what we do. They email you the entire week's grocery list, which you can print or save to your phone, and then it's one trip to the grocery store or one session putting in your order at your favorite curbside pickup or grocery delivery service, and then you're set for the week. Along with the shopping list are detailed instructions so you can prep all of that week's meals in one go. This is now our family's Monday after breakfast tradition. We turn on the tunes and we get to prepping together. I'd love for you to see how easy PrepDish is too. Visit PrepDish.com slash today to try it for two weeks completely free. That's PrepDish.com slash today. Hit me up if you take advantage of that free trial. I would love to know what dishes you are prepping. And now, back to the show. I can remember a day that it dawned on me that I was an adult. I was sitting at my kitchen table, listening to NPR, and I was thoroughly enjoying a bowl of cottage cheese. I hated talk radio as a child, and I despised cottage cheese. We always had it on hand because my grandparents loved it. It was a simple moment that made me realize that I was a lot more like my grandma than different than her, that I was an adult. I asked some of our internet besties, which is the Today by the Way friend community that we have on Facebook, I asked some of the besties if they would share with us the moment they realized they were an adult. This is Becca from the Oklahoma Panhandle. There are more cows than there are people here, but don't feel too sad for me because obviously the internet reaches here. One adult invoking moment for me would be when I was 20 and I traveled internationally for the first time. I was moving to England for a year and the other three girls that were traveling with me were all 18 
and there were no sponsors or program leaders or anyone else with us. And we had to talk our way through English customs all by ourselves and not mention what we were actually there to do because at that time, um, England wasn't very receptive to honoring mission-based visas from the United States. I felt fully adult and scared out of my mind. Hi, I'm Madison Maynan from Kansas. The time that I realized I was a real adult was on our honeymoon. My husband and I got married pretty young. He was 20 and I was 21, and we went on a cruise to the Caribbean. As we were pulling up to where we were going to board our boat, I looked at him and said, are they going to let us go? And he looked at me like I was kind of crazy and said, well, yeah, why wouldn't they let us go? We have our tickets. And I said, but we don't have any adults. And he just goes, Madison, we are adults. We're married. And my mind was totally blown. (laughs) My name is Hannah Turk, and I'm from technically West Virginia. And I'm also the host of the podcast, A Day at a Time. The most recent time I can think of that I did a truly adult thing was when I took our vacuum and finally vacuumed the couch for the first time in my life. I'm still proud about it. The most recent time I needed to learn how to be an adult was when I googled how do I know that shrimp is cooked. Most of my Google questions have to do with the internal temperatures of various meats. Hi, this is Cassie from Kansas. My husband has a coworker who is only five years younger than us. And when I found out that he didn't recognize the title of the show, Saved by the Bell, and that broke my heart, that's when I knew I was an adult. Hi, this is Randy from Sabetha, Kansas. And I think I feel most like an adult or an old person when I tell kids at the park, hey, can you watch your language? That just makes me feel so old. Also today, I am the mother of a teenager, so that makes me feel old too. Hi, this is Tabitha from Santa Barbara, California. I'm 35, but most of the time I feel like I'm 25, except when my neck hurts from turning my head funny. Then I feel like I'm 85. Anyway, I once willingly made myself roasted Brussels sprouts for dinner three nights in a row. That's when I realized I was an adult. It's also when I realized that I should never have Brussels sprouts three nights in a row unless I want to clear a room with the most pungent farts. Okay, friend, that is it for today. Hey, I want to thank you for leaving reviews last week. I think it helped. Listen for an ad for Hank Green's new book on Monday's show. Cookie Kurtz 112 left this review on Apple Podcasts this week that made me laugh so hard that I could not breathe. She wrote, the show for moms who don't have time for podcasts. This is it. I used to have like 15 podcasts I listened to pre-quarantine, and honestly, my life didn't really change except my husband is now home with me full-time and my babies became toddlers all of a sudden. This podcast is the one I haven't dropped. Indy is the girl you find yourself talking to even though she can't hear you. Indy? We talk a lot while I'm in the shower. Now you know. We're those friends. Did I make this weird? And then there's a crying, laughing face. Girl, you did not make it weird. I record this show at 1 a.m. curled up in bed, so I'm the friend talking to you from a bed, even though you can't talk back. But a couple places where you can talk back is on Instagram and Facebook. I answer my DMs, and I love hearing from you. My personal account is Indiana Adams, and the show's account is today, by the way. Our Facebook group is called My Internet Besties, and one of these days, 
one of these days real soon, we are going to have a standalone site for our community. But join us on Facebook in the meantime. We are a lively, fun group, I swear. Show notes are at todaybytheway.com slash episodes. And if I can find that photo of Chris and I from the eating contest, I will be sure to include that too. I hope you have a good celebratory weekend, whether you're home or not. I hope you eat well and enjoy good food this weekend. I hope you eat so much that you're full and happy, you know, just, just under the point of eating so much that you're feeling uncomfortable. Happy everything. Today is a new day and friend, I am cheering you on.